You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 137, Office Feng Shui with Jen Weiss. Welcome to episode 137 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Together, they have over three decades of experience designing harmonious spaces for their clients in their successful design businesses. Through articles, books, workshops, videos, TV appearances, and consultations, Laura and Angie have guided thousands of people to shift their energy and revitalize their living spaces. Mindful Design School offers feng shui courses and certifications. Check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. So thanks so much for joining us this week. We're really delighted to invite one of our friends and graduates, Jen Weiss, to talk about office feng shui. And just as a reminder, we also have our feng shui certification starting in the next few weeks. So we hope if you're interested, you would check it out and see what it's all about. We have a free info session and all that information will be sent to you if you're on our mailing list. And you can always join our mailing list by visiting our website, mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll down to the bottom where you can sign up for it. So please enjoy this podcast with Jen, where we chat about office feng shui. Hey, Jen. Hi, Laura. Thank you for coming to our podcast. So Jen is one of our students, and she is here today to talk a bit about, um, we're going to talk about feng shui and offices or office feng shui. Um, I'm going to intro Jen. So uh, Jen Weiss is the owner and founder of Leading with Shui. She was certified through the Mindful Design School in 2020 and has since focused on bringing this practice and those in her community. Jen currently offers one-on-one consultations as well as group classes, either in person or online. She understands that feng shui can be intimidating or overwhelming at first and works to overcome this by providing clear and detailed information for her clients. Jen always enjoys working with clients as it relates to their home and is now beginning to focus on how she can help those with their work and professional spaces. Areas of emphasis include career and education. And so this is why we thought Jen would be the perfect person to talk to about office feng shui. So welcome, Jen. Thank you for having me. It's good to see you both. It's good to see you. Yes. It's always good to see our our grads um, and to support you guys and to hear what you're doing. And and we'll get into that at the end. We'll talk a little bit about what you're working on as well. So today we're talking about uh, setting up a productive area office or workspace using feng shui principles. So we've talked about this in bits and pieces, I think throughout our, um, our our podcast, we have a couple blogs about it, but we thought it would be good if we, around this time of year, people are, you know, either going back to school or their kids are going back to school and they're thinking of, you know, okay, I've got to figure stuff out with how I am working. It could be at an office, offsite office or in home. And we're going to try and balance between both of those situations. So Jen, why don't you talk to us a little bit about 
why, like, why is it important or why would people even think about using feng shui to help them to set up their office space or their workspace? Mm -hmm. Well, I found it to be really useful and very helpful um, in the sense that you're being um, intentional with what you're surrounding yourself with. You're being very mindful of what is around you and um, being a little bit more aware of how those things can affect you throughout the day. Um, and so when you are choosing specific ways to support yourself in your, in your home office or your work office, um, it can help kind of alleviate some challenges, I think, throughout the day, or you're able to manage them a little bit easier. And when you're able to do that, I think it then has a direct correlation um, to how you show up in your home, like when you come home at the end of the day. So it's really not just, you know, talking about organization and, um, you know, some of those basic things, but there's really so much more to it that helps you show up and work through the day in a very uh, efficient, but just in a way to where you can manage it, you feel good about it. And when you come home, you're not stressed out, you're not triggered. So I I think it relates to home in a very nice way as well can affect home. Yeah. And you know, it's, again, this is our practice. It's an energy practice feng shui. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people, we expend energy working out Mm -hmm. in the world. And this practice is about making sure that our energy is used efficiently, as you said, and really increasing our productivity. And some of these things that we're going to talk about today, you know, you probably are like, well, that, that makes sense, but you know, you don't, but people don't do it. They still don't do it. And then they don't think that it's worth spending the time to, as you said, be really intentional, spend the time to set it up. And while you're at it, you know, it's, it, you're going to be using these methods and these tips that we're going to give you that actually come from a a larger practice. And so they do have, and with the intention being to improve your energy, to really make you feel more, you know, empowered, productive, you know, in control and all those great things that you want to do when you're at work. So, um, yeah, I think people like the idea of it and when they see how accessible it can be and how, and and that's what we're going to talk about today. And and, and Jen is going to share a few really straightforward and, um, simple ways or things to think about. I think then they're like, Oh, okay, I can do this. And even if they do one or two things, it can make a really big impact. I agree. 100%. Laura, I do. Um, and I will share some of those tips. Um, I do want to say, like you said, a lot of times folks will say, yeah, that makes sense. And then they choose not to do it or they put it on the back burner or procrastinate. Once you put this into practice and you really connect with it, I swear that there are like true results that come out of it and it it can kind of just take you by surprise. So I would really encourage that folks, um, take these very easy tips and put them into their, um, you know, work with them in their office. Where would I start? Really basic, basic. What would you say? Start me out here as a newbie. Let's just say. Okay. So as a newbie, uh, two things. One is um, if you're, if you have an office away from home, Mm -hmm. the number one thing that I would look at that a lot of people are kind of familiar with, but um, maybe underestimate how important it is, is the command position. When you are in the command position in your office away from home, it's just essentially where you're able to see the expansiveness of the room and the door is also in, in vision. You can see the door. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when people are coming towards you and then also if you can have your back up against the wall, so you have that, that support, that feeling of strength behind you, 
So the command position, I think, is um, incredibly important. Our little monkey brains don't like to be caught off guard. We don't like to Mm -hmm. be surprised. And that can relate directly to your career as you don't want to be taken off guard you know, in your career, you don't want surprises. So if you put yourself in that command position, you're kind of putting that um, energy out that I'm ready for whatever's coming my way Mm -hmm. and I can see it and anticipate it. When we're talking about a home office, same thing with the command position, but the first thing I would um, take into consideration is finding a dedicated space for your home office so that you're not kind of sprinkling that work energy all over your house mm-hmm. at the dining room table and your bedroom and here and there, because your home is supposed to be a place of rest and rejuvenation and you get relaxed and you connect with your family. So you really want to keep work sectioned off if it has to be in your home. Um, so dedicated space and command position when you're at home, yeah. I think is really important. And Again, those are two things that people are are so basic, but they're like, you know, how bad can it be? I'm just going to do this here and then I'm going to go here and then I'm going to just, you know, catch as catch can work where I can. And then you get frustrated and there's, and just by taking this moment, and this is why I love this practice because it gives you the um, permission <laughs> to sort of say, well, I'm doing feng shui. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to spend the time to do this. This is not willy nilly. And, and really set up that designated area, as you said, and that command position. And you mentioned all those, you know, feeling in control at work. And, you know, when you're, when you have coworkers, when you have deadlines, we have all these things, you don't realize that when you can't see what's coming, it, it can be really draining and it can be really, and as you said, your monkey mind, like you don't even realize it, you know, it's going on in the background. So um, just to, you know, encourage people that are listening to just start really small and try it and trust us, it works. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so Jen, what happens, let's say, if we don't have this beautiful setup where we can sit and face the door or we don't have a great, beautiful, big office, what what are some things that we need to think about? Mm-hmm. Um, well, in a ways to remedy that, mm-hmm. like if you're, so for instance, I'll use my, my personal um, situation when I'm away from home in my office away from home, um, I'm in a cubicle, right? Mm-hmm. For the first time in my life, I'm in a cubicle. So you're naturally going to face a wall of mm-hmm. some sort. There's a barrier there. So if you're in that position, you know, that's very much a blocking energy, Mm-hmm. If it's just a stark <laughs> cubicle yep. with like post-its or tacked up um, information or whatnot. And so when it relates to your career, it can actually feel like something's blocking you or that you can't get ahead. Like you're just beating your head against the wall, which is very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and that's the same thing at your house. You know, a lot of times you don't have the luxury to be in command because it's just not set up that way and you're facing a wall. So either way, the energy is the same. So in order to get rid of that or to make the wall disappear is you can actually use a piece of artwork that is expansive of landscape, something that resonates with you that you think is beautiful. If it's a beach or the mountains or whatever, but something that kind of gives some depth. So you feel like you're looking out and it makes the wall Mm -hmm. disappear, but then to put yourself into command Mm -hmm. so that you can see what's going on behind you is to bring in um, a mirror of some sort, whether it's a small mirror or a larger one that you'd like to place on the wall or on your desk, but so you can see behind you what's what's coming up and you're not going to be taken off guard. So that the mirror puts you back into command. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Exactly. Yeah. So, and that's, and it, again, it's a really quick little fix. Just get like kind of a rear view mirror style mirror mm-hmm. and just place it somewhere, line it up somewhere where, you know, it captures what's going on behind you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, again, you won't even like, you don't even really realize it, but just having been able to glimpse to, to capture what's happening, it really does mm-hmm. shift it for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely does. So we were talking a bit about productivity and so we've got you set up in the right way, which is going to make you feel like you can conquer things. You can see what's coming at you. You can take advantage of these opportunities. Let's just say I was a procrastinator or I wanted to be more productive. Is there anything else in feng shui that would help with that? Oh, yes. There always. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, bringing in the metal element into your office, and you can do this a number of different ways, but you know, the metal element is it's very clear. It's very concise. It's pretty sharp. There's no, like it cuts away the fat. So when we're talking about being focused, you don't want any distractions. So metal is going to really kind of help get you into that. I don't want to say narrow vision, but it Mm -hmm. does help you focus. So anything metal within your space, again, something that you love that resonates with you, it can be something that's an actual metal piece. You know, it can be the color white, it can be circular elements. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those three things all represent metal. Um, How I like to incorporate metal into my work is, you know, I have these two chimes um, that are metal and I know that I don't want to get distracted. And this really helps when I'm at home. So when I sit down, I'm getting ready to start it. I take my bells and I ring them at the beginning of my session because mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm telling my, my subconscious, okay, this is go time. This is the mode you're in and you're not going to stop until that bell mm-hmm. rings again. Mm-hmm. And so then I will ring the bell at the very end of my practice. So over, you know, the, the ritual of doing that over a few days, you're training your subconscious to say, mm-hmm. okay, this is it. This is focus mm-hmm. time. Everything in between these two bells is no nonsense, a game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A-, a game a game baby yeah 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 no i think uh and i mean ringing the bell that's lit i mean that's metal you're so that is and that's such a high vibration way of using metal as well so um it's great to bring that in that and that cultivate that um but as you said you know you can just use color if you want you can see how white having a clean white you know office let's just say mm-hmm. you know, walls were white or something you could see how that would just kind of clarify and allow you to sort of think more clearly so it's it's you know this this stuff clicks and it makes sense so for those of you out there give yourself a chance and play around with it and try one or two and angie is here uh, <laughs> she's sorry. quiet sitting there in the corner <laughs> yeah actually I had a, I wanted to ask Jen about something she told me about once we were what well, we were chatting and you were telling me about an aha moment you had when using feng shui in your office in regards to your filing cabinet. And I think that's yes. a wonderful story. I'd love you to share it. Oh, I'm happy to. It was very cool, actually. Um, I And I will say that I think once you kind of start to work with feng shui, even on the like the smallest or the lowest level or whatever, you suddenly just become a little bit more aware of what's around you and like what the message is that you're sending to the universe. And it just kind of happens in bits and pieces. So the story is at my job, I remember it was, we had lots of membership files and we had a huge uh, filing drawer where we kept everything alphabetically. And I had gone in there and I was trying to refile some things and it was so tight. I couldn't get the new member files in. 
And it was so frustrating. And I allowed it to stay that way, you know, for a while. And then until it just dawned on me that if these drawers are so packed tight, my job is to sell more memberships. But if I can't fit these new memberships into this filing cabinet, it's because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's essentially saying, you know, we're full. We mm-hmm. can't take on any new members. There's no room for the members. So it's just, it could potentially dry up. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and I made a, um, I made an admission to alleviate some of that. Got a new filing cabinet, gave there um, some more breathing room. And we had the best sales season that spring that we had ever had. Call it coincidence if you want to, but there's, <laughs> mm-mm, it happens. It happens so quickly and rapidly. And uh, I attribute it to my practice of feng shui. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. That's great. It's yeah. a good story. Yeah. And you know, well, because you made space for it, like you said, but you're, and so you use the feng shui part of it and thought about it that way, but you were also, it, it's sort of these things work hand in hand. You're saying that it's not coincidence. It's really just taking advantage of the tools. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're obviously going to continue to work hard and do everything else that you do when you, you know, to make, do your job well, mm-hmm. but you know, wouldn't it be great if you can have that extra little bonus help with feng yes. shui? Exactly. Yeah. It makes total sense to me. Don't fight it people. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So Jen, why don't you talk to us a little bit about those are okay. First of all, let's recap. I'm going to recap. So for those of you that are listening, the things that Jen has, has all given us one, have a designated area. If you can, especially if you're working from home. Um, and if you are working from home or in an office, the command position is really important. If you are not able to see the door or facing the wall, you can use a mirror to adjust that. And then the last uh, thing we shared was using the metal element to bring in more of that metal energy, which is all about productivity, completion, getting things done, as Jen put it, a game. So um, what are you working on right now? Or what do you, you know, is there anything you're really excited about that you're doing Mm -hmm. feng shui wise? Yeah, you know, I don't really have any specific projects per se, Mm -hmm. but I really am starting to put some more focus and emphasis on feng shui in the workspace Mm -hmm. Um, and really trying to see how I can help folks um, with that. Because, you know, there's enough stuff going on in the world today that I think people are just a little bit on edge and Mm -hmm. um, work can already kind of trigger some of those same, you know, uptight emotions or whatnot. So I think if, if I can help folks really manage their office spaces through feng shui, it's going to make home life a lot better for them as well. I think it's going to alleviate a lot of stress and not add to it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now and, um, finding very real practical ways to bring that to people, whether it's in person, Mm -hmm. like going to their office or doing things online with them. And you've already done such great workshops around this topic as well. And, um, with some, with the like pretty big professional groups. So Mm -hmm. that seemed to really, it seems to really resonate with them. So you've got definitely got something going on there. Um, and we're really excited to watch it expand for you. Well, thanks. And that's why, you know, they say everything with energy is very connected. And I think, Mm -hmm. um, even just the the name of my company, Leading with Shui. If, mm-hmm. you, if you trust the practice, it leads you in ways of which 
you can naturally go um, without feeling like you have to find something. You just mm-hmm. let the shui lead you. And I think that's what's mm-hmm. kind of happened with my practice since I graduated. Awesome. So thank you. Well, thank you, Jen. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you were you. the you were the perfect person to talk about this, and I think it's the perfect time to chat about this. So get, hopefully, people are out there inspired to make some changes, and honestly, just try one or two things and see how it feels. Yeah, super easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> um, so, oh, one thing I want to leave people with, Jen. How can people find you? Oh, well, you can find me at leadingwithshway.com. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Instagram or Instagram, Instagram <laughs> with the same handle mm-hmm. <laughs> and on uh, Facebook as well. And my contact information, email address and phone number is all on there. Perfect. Yes. Thanks, Jen. All right. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Angie. Good to see you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. You can listen every Monday for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast and this episode, you can share it with others, subscribe, and even better, you can leave a review. If you'd like to explore the world of holistic spaces and feng shui on an even deeper level, you can visit our website, online store, blog, and websites for more information about feng shui and holistic living. You can support the podcast by checking out our certification and mini courses at mindfuldesignschool.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.